Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to the Lantern Rouge Cycling Podcast presented by Zwift for the La Vuelta España. 2022 starts hot on the heels of the Tour de France fan of Swift. LR here with Benji as always for a TTT. We haven't had one for I don't know how long and since the Watergate when Jumbo Visma and UAE crashed <laughs> and the water's slippery slide that burst down the hill. Was that the last one in a Grand Tour? Well, I can't remember. Was it, yeah, was it that long ago? Three years ago. Anyway, Benji's going to refresh us, update us on the rules in a second. We'll read out the results, say what does this mean for GC. Big gaps already. And yeah, it's it's interesting to see these huge gaps. We'll get to that in a second. Before we do, though, Zwift Academy is back for 2022 and registration is open now. Whether you're aiming for a pro contract like Jay Vine, who we saw in the Alps and Koenig squad here today, or Neve Bradbury, who just got some good GC results recently, actually, or you're just looking to kickstart your fitness with some structured sessions, Zwift Academy will help you to get fitter and have more fun on the bike. There are six workouts to complete, either solo or in-group workouts with baseline rides to compare your progress before and after Zwift Academy. During the Vuelta, I'll be doing I'll be Zwifting for every single stage, including rest days. Ooh. Hashtag no days off. I've got to catch up to Benji's weight loss progress. Um, <laughs> Good yeah, luck. He's, he's flying this year. I don't think it's possible at this point for me to catch up. But yeah, Zwifting, a Zwift session for every stage of the Vuelta and rest days for me coming up. But Benji, TTTs, refresh us on the rules, please. Yes, certainly. It's been a while since we had some, so let's refresh you on what they actually are. So a team time trial, the concept is simple. Teams go up the starting wrap every few minutes and they basically do a time trial, but with a team itself. In a Grand Tour, we've got eight riders and it has an effect because in a normal stage race, we've got seven riders. The team's result is the time set by the fifth rider to cross the line if they start with eight riders. So in a Grand Tour, that is the case, which means that everyone finishing in the same group as that fifth rider gets the same time as that fifth rider. So let's say... Let's say Remco Evenpool finishes first of Quickstep in a group of seven riders. The time of that fifth rider crossing the line counts, not Evenpool who finished first in that group of seven, for example, not the seventh rider crossing the line because he was in the same group as the fifth rider, he gets the same time. Now, the caveat is, let's say you're dropped by the fifth rider who crossed the line and you cross the line three seconds later, you actually lose that time. So... That's a significant aspect here. You got to make sure that you stick with the fifth rider, otherwise you lose time. And that's where certain teams might have interesting concepts. If they have like four leaders, they got to make sure that those four leaders are within the group of the fifth rider to make sure that they don't lose time compared to their own team crossing the line in the first place. So that's where it gets intriguing. That's where the concept of team time trials is at when it comes to the rules. When it comes to the actual like team time trialing itself, the concept is simple. The draft of being in the wheel of other riders, make sure that you have less uh, drag resistance. And as a consequence, you go faster as a group and you spend less energy in the wheel of the riders ahead of you. In and there's theory. also, in theory, 
And there's quick also step. we'll talk about quick step. <laughs> yeah, and there's also the small effect. I think Bert Blocken made a a good research on this back in the day that if you're, for example, behind the rider, the rider ahead of you gets, I think it was almost three percent advantage from the upstream effect. That's why in like individual time trials, you often see a car with like tons of bikes on top because that actually gives a bonus to the rider that is riding ahead of the uh, car. That's the same in team time trials. You also get a bonus from riding ahead of riders, apparently. So yeah, there's a lot of riding ahead and behind each other. The concept is simple. The fastest team across the parkour wins the team time trial, at least when it comes to their fifth rider. And the question was, which teams would they try and finish with a full complement of eight riders, seven riders, six riders, five riders? Would they drop riders off? And we'll see teams do different things, maybe intentionally or unintentionally. It was a 23-kilometer course around Utrecht. Uh, we <clears throat> excuse me, said in the preview that obviously it starts in the Netherlands. It was technical, pretty technical in the last 6Ks, but still fast. And the Dutch team came out swinging in their home. I don't know what Grand Depart is in Spanish. Don't know what it is in Dutch either. Jumbo Visma winning with an average speed of 56.6, which is 0.5 kilometers an hour quicker than the Ineos Grenadiers, 13 seconds behind on a time of 24.40 for Jumbo, 24.53 for Ineos. Jumbo were... About 14 seconds up at T1. Yeah. Well, there's, yeah, the T1 to Ineos. So they lost a second in the last little bit. Uh, Ineos were a best part of a second. They've been credited with a full second over Quick Step. I think that's a good time from Quick Step, over 56Ks an hour. And Bike Exchange were fourth. So I think it was in order of the bookies' favorites, except for Ineos and being a little bit better than the bookies thought. Bike Exchange fourth on 31. They went a bit earlier because. Ineos, Quickstep, Jumbovisma, Movistar, they went off, I think, in order of their GC last year in the Vuelta. And the course dried up a bit, at least that's from what I could see. There's like yeah. Kern Farmer, I'm sure, did a nice job. Maybe I'm being a bit harsh, but I You're think... You're being harsh. It's the one team that was literally <laughs> in the middle of the parkour that... Uh, I disagree with you on this. This is like, oh, red you don't flag think the between weather us change right now. helped Kern Farmer. Kern Pharma was legendary today. <laughs> Who's the and bloke with the helmet? I've got absolutely no clue. <laughs> the Spanish champ. He's probably you. Oh, that. Raul Garcia Pierna, the guy that's going to win the stage this yeah, year, apparently, according man. to me. <laughs> anyway, we'll see. they actually did a pretty good time. I should go through, actually, and do the full complement of in terms of the GC teams. Uh, UA lost 33, FDJ 38, Bora 41, Trek 42, Bahrain 42, Movistar 43, Astana 46. So... The sort of there's a big you can throw a blanket over uh, Bora, Trek, Bahrain, Movistar. There's a second and a half between all of them. DSM fifty three. That's not great actually for a Dutch mm-hmm. team with some bigger riders in it. Asia two R fifty five with O'Connor, Alpes and De Kernick one hundred three. EF lost one nineteen uh, for Uran, Chavez and Carthy. Uh, Intermarche one twenty five. That's it um, from the GC teams. A lot on confidence. doesn't really matter. So Jumbo do the job. They let Robert Hessink cross the line first. He'll take the red jersey, the 36-year-old uh, long-tenured veteran of uh, Jumbo Visma. Nice to see that. Rolich came in second. So we will have uh, Froglich 
in the green jersey tomorrow. So I bet you, I haven't seen any interviews yet. We record straight after 100%. He's going to already, he'll be smiling when they ask him about the green jersey. He's got that, well, I'm a splinter <laughs> joke teed up. I guarantee it. He's got it teed up and he'll, he'll let that one rip. Um, so can't wait to see Rogthick, Roglic, Froglich in the green jersey. Harper takes polka dots. Don't know why. I assume because it's uh, order of precedence. And because Yumbo have no young riders, Hater takes white jersey. So what? any surprises for you, Benji? No huge upsets, no crashes, which is good. Um, but, yeah, I think it kind of all played out pretty standard. It played out pretty standard, but while I expected the first four teams to be the best teams on the road, I expected the gaps to be less because the gaps between Jumbo Visma and Bike Exchange and Fourth is 31 seconds. That's a lot. And I did not expect to be seeing a gap like that between four teams that we considered having a chance at winning this team time trial. I considered Jumbo Visma a strong team time trial team, but I wasn't expecting them to win this by 13 seconds on Ineos, 14 seconds on Quickstep. That's Seems like a lot to me personally. Am I wrong in that? It's a lot. Like 30 seconds on this parkour. Like, I don't know how long we spent in the preview, which, I mean, go back and look, listen to it if you haven't listened to it yet. But we spent so much time on this preview in the preview talking about how the third week parkour is really gentle for a Grand Tour. And like 30 seconds on some of those mountaintop finishes? Like, where are you going to find 30 seconds? Particularly and- if Roglic is in good shape. Like, These are huge gaps, 30 to UAE. Exactly. That's like to those teams. But then we talk about uh, Anajou Desaire with O'Connor. That's already on a minute. When we talk about EF, if we consider Charles as a GC rider, that's a lot of time. eh? Plus a TT to come. Exactly. So those riders are like, it also the factor that the riders that are on these team time trial teams are also the riders, like you say, that are also good at the ITTs themselves. So they're going to gain more time in that individual time trial. And as a consequence, that's going to have a huge effect. But then again, there's also the opposite. Roglic, for example, was an example of what I just said. A good time trialist that will have a good individual time trial on the team of Yumbo, who had a good team time trial. There's also Sepkas, who had a good team time trial on the team of Yumbo-Visma but was spending the entire time trial at the back. And when it comes to his ITT that's coming in this Vuelta, it likely will not be near Roglic and Zilfov. He will lose time in that individual time trial. So, by the way, what's your thoughts on their strategy when it comes to Sepkas in this team time trial? So Ineos and Jumbo, the two best teams, they both tried to get their full complement of riders to the finish. There was no... I thought there might be some magic source about... uh, by the way, Bigham, who broke the hour record today, the UCI hour record, also the guy that I presume designs everything, is consultant for Ineos, their TTT strategy and TT strategy. Um, I thought they'd be like, okay, so you have Turner pull the first half to exhaustion, then Turner drops off. They didn't do any of that. Same with Yumbo. They kept their full complement. And I think it's pretty smart for Yumbo Visma with Koos like, to hang at the back. Koos handling on the TT bike is quite good. We've seen in short technical prologues, he's actually done well, and that's not on absolute power. Uh, but in a 65, 70K an hour straight, you want a Feeney, Turnison, Dennis on the front. You don't want Coos on the front. Uh, and even Hessink's competent time trials and a bigger guy too, giving a good draft. So it's interesting that like 
the guys who were so good at TT, like a Jonas or a Remco or even a Roglic, are they that helpful in a team time trial? Now, now Roglic is not a negative in it, and Remco isn't either, but they're so good because they're little pocket rockets. They're super aerodynamic. They, but they don't provide much draft behind yeah. them. So what what did you make of? I think Quickstep overperformed today. I I thought Ineos had a much better team. If you look like Turner, Plap, Hater, overall a better time trialing team than Quickstep. I think Quickstep did well. But what did you think of Remco darting out at the end? Was that nervousness, anxiety? Had a lot left in the tank because Hater did something similar for Ineos. I think when it comes to quick step indeed, Remco Remco moved up towards the end and had a bit of a gap on the others because I don't know, did they get information across the parkour that Yumbo was beating them at the individual time check beforehand, the intermediate time check, not the individual one, it's a team time trial. At the intermediate check number one, Yumbo was beating quick step. Did Remco hear that then kind of like panic of like, oh, we're going to slow, I gotta speed up towards the end, gotta try and close down as much as possible towards Roglic, but that's not going to work out because I think Alaphilippe was sitting behind Remco and then asked Seri to slot in front of Alaphilippe and Seri couldn't hold the wheel of Remco in the last section and that's when a gap gets created and Remco basically finishes a bit before his team and it's a time of the fifth rider that counts. So it doesn't whether help. Remco does that or not, it's irrelevant. Like, it's completely irrelevant. And him being closer to his team, probably it's only like a tiny bit, but probably helps the team itself be a bit closer towards the time of Ineos and Yambo, but I don't think that would have moved the significant needle in this question, but it matters in the grand scheme of things. And that's something we see on this team. And I'd like to point the opposite on other teams. I want to talk about Bora as well for a bit. Yeah, that's Bora the other a, one. Bora is a team here that spent a lot of their riders initially because Sam Bennett isn't going to do much in the team time trial. Let's be honest about it. And they ended up, being with five riders left with good T1. Points. That's true. Good first time check. Five riders left with 2.7 kilometers to go, which is early compared to the other teams. The question then is that they burn their other three yes. riders so quickly that those other five have so much workload to do in the last section because the last time was they, they lost more in the they second half than they did in the section. first half. And yeah, who, were two, exactly. who were two of the, their last five? Igita? Hindley, like weigh a combined 110 kilos. So yep. it's that's the problem as well, the, the components of your last five. And yeah, I think Quickstep Venji, I don't think it all went to plan in the last section, the way Seri, Alaphilippe, I think Remco kind of cooked Alaphilippe in the wheel a little bit. Um, I don't think it all went to plan. Um, but yeah, it's I, I really like team time trials and I think it's – it rewards overall team coordination, obviously, and planning. Yes, it does help the richer teams in theory yeah. because they can have better equipment, they can afford better, you know, better riders throughout. Um, and research, better research. Yeah, wind tunnels everywhere. Exactly. I, I think still, that I still lot. like them. I still, I still like team time trials. At least one a year, I think, is good. Um, I think yeah. if I had to say who was a big winner or a big loser of today, maybe kind of everyone else apart from the top three, really. Like, 
is such big gaps. Uh, maybe it won't be in the end, but yeah, it's. Is there anything else that stood out to you? I'd say that Avon Apollo is like the most tanned Belgian person I've ever seen. He's clearly <laughs> showing off that he's been in Javier in forty degrees for a month. Uh, he looks in good shape. I think Roglic looked in fine shape for the TT. Um, did you think UAE would do a little better? Because actually their team on paper, Oliveira, McNulty, Soler, Milano, Ackerman, Ayuso, Almeida, it's actually a pretty good time trial team. They will be probably sad to have lost the best part of 20 to Ineos and Quickstep. Yeah, but I'd argue that I wasn't expecting that team to be part of those first four that we mentioned earlier. The Yumbo, Ineos, Quickstep, bike exchanges of this world. I expected UAE to be worse at a team time trial than those four teams i don't know about the research of each individual team into team time trials i know that quickstep trains them quite a bit i know that Jumbo visma has some in-depth analysis on that because i spoke about it earlier the bad blocking guy that had the research on the draft resistance and so forth within team time trials he wrote an entire piece on it this guy is doing stuff for Jumbo visma in the wind tunnels and so forth so he he does work for them so i'm guessing that they do quite a bit of work on team time trials as well compared to for example a an Azure Desert, which I wouldn't expect to do as much for team time trials. I think Ineos would probably do quite a bit of work on them, like you said with Dan Bigham and the rest of the squad there. Bike Exchange has Marco Pinotti, who was uh partially an architect uh, an architect of the BMC team time trials yeah. back in the day when they He's were good. dominating. So that's a factor there. Who is Quick that person at UAE? Quickstep drill it a lot, but I don't think they had the horses today. They did have the uh, Darth Vader helmets um, <laughs> that Lampart refused to wear. They do practice. I think practice is important. They practice a lot, but and have you know quick equipment. But I agree, it's impossible to know. Like staff movements and which teams yeah. have which staff is probably the most underrated part Grupama, of cycling. I think Grupama where to went to one. Uh, I, I don't know if it was an F1 track or something to train in France somewhere. So they trained for it. They also have a decent time, better than I expected, to be honest, with the squad they have here. Six time, and that's only five seconds behind UAE, but that's a significant time on Yambo, like 38 seconds. But it's better than I would have expected. I expected Trek to beat them, for example, or a Bora to beat them, for example. But Bora fell through towards the end, like we mentioned. Now, other teams like... It's obvious that a lot will not be going for this team time trial, and arguably them losing time is better for the breakaways that are coming up in this race. So yeah, no sprint, <laughs> no, no GC guy, mate. The hint will be on twelve minutes when they go back to Spain, which you should. No, you should. Like yeah. that's a smart thing to do. Um, I don't know how FTJ set up such a good time with Bruno Armorel on the team, who apparently <laughs> I think the team said he wasn't able to ride on the flat, so that's why he didn't go to the Tour de France. But magically, that's BS. <laughs> magically, he's a great the French national time trial champion and uh, part of a really good performance from there. But yeah, it's it's not it's as I repeat again, it's huge gaps. Uh, but for the rest of the stages in the Netherlands, we have uh, the first Cat Four tomorrow, so there'll be a breakaway fight. Uh, for the Alto de... Why is this in fucking Spanish on the profile? Alto de Amarongs. <laughs> Why is this climb in Hurtigenbosch in Spanish? It's, a, it's sprint stage tomorrow in the Netherlands. 176Ks. I'm completely flabbergasted. Um, it's one point available. I think that means like they get no points for the KOM in the TTT. So that'll be taking it off Harper. That'll be a, a breakaway battle. Look to see, I think, Intermarche getting in the break. There are, 
not Dutch, but they're a Dutch speaking team or are they Wallonie team? I don't know. They're from Belgium. Um, and the Spanish Pro Conti team's going for that. And then it's going to be a sprint. Uh, Merlier will be the favorite on Alperson de Koenig. I think he will probably get the job done. I mean, let me look at his lead out. I do worry about Merlier without a lead out. Yeah. It's, he's got no lead out pretty much. Just Vermeer, Tamino, Janssens. No real, no Debont. No Ricard. Does that worry you, Benji? Because the team wasn't yeah. confirmed when we did the preview. It does worry me personally. And I don't know what to expect really. I do think that Vermeer can set up a decent lead out, to be honest. I think that the likes of a Jimmy Janssens can play a role in like the early role in the lead out. But when it comes to the last part of it, I doubt it. So... I think Johnny Vermeer should just pilot Melier to the final and try and do a sprint like that because otherwise I'm not sure I can see there. Do you think Rob Stannard, he's punchy? Do you think no. he's also low-key decent in lead outing or not? I've never really seen it or focused on it. Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, in theory, maybe third, fourth, last man. This is the welter after all. This isn't Tour de France sprints trains, although those don't didn't exist in this Tour de France. Trek have uh, Dan Ooh. Tiberi, uh, Hirsch for Pedersen. That's not too bad. I would say Bike Exchange have the overall strongest train, but they do not have the best last man, which is obviously Danny Van Poppel. Uh, So Bora probably have the most balanced lead out with uh, Koch, Mullen, Van Poppel for Bennett. Probably best overall one, although Bike Exchange in terms of setup, is the best with O'Brien, uh, Durbridge, Craddock, and Hepburn for Groves, but they're missing a Mezgetz. Uh, they're missing the last man. So if I was Merlier or Danny Van Poppel, I would slot myself on the bike exchange train, and then when it comes to 500 meters to go, punch past them. Uh, that's That would be my strategy. So I don't know. I don't know who wins, Benji. Um, can you see Bennett winning? He'll get a good lead out. Has to be Merlier. I'm sorry. Because uh, the reason that I'm going for Merlier is that he's going to try and get stage runs in the Netherlands and then he should dip out of La Vuelta and just go home and have a nap because <laughs> there's <laughs> not that the many opportunities credits. afterwards. <laughs> Save the carbon credits. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was the TTT. Let us know who you think is winning. We're going to do an impromptu transfers roundup part two. Carapaz Keldwin Van Baal during the day tomorrow because we are on um, just an unbelievable grind right now. And then we'll talk about the sprint stage afterwards. Uh, what did you think about the TTT? Do you think Roglic it's already over? I must admit, I'm uh, I'm a little bit nervous about the Remco shout, Benji. I've seen 23 minutes of cycling and I'm already, I'm already terrified of Froglich. <laughs> I'm not feeling good. It's not looking good, bruv. That's all from us and we'll see you with the sprint recap tomorrow. Ciao.